0: Welcome to the Art of Tuning In Podcast with Maria Ferlano, sharing insights, tools, and conversations to inspire your energetic well-being. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Maria Ferlano. Welcome to the Art of Tuning In Podcast. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. This is my first episode back (laughs) since the new year. I took a little break. It's great to be here. I want to welcome you to episode number 68. I'm actually answering a question that came in. I think it's a great question. I think it's perfect timing. I think it resonates with a lot of us and I want to give you some steps to move through this question yourself if you also find that you're having some experience with it. Thank you again for your questions. I appreciate them so much. Keep sending them in. I'm happy to share whatever insight I can with them. If you're new to my podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you found me. It's going to be a great new year. I'm a physician of Chinese medicine, a doctor of medical qigong, and a spiritual intuitive. I work with people as a teacher and as a healing practitioner to really help people move into a deeper relationship with their mind, body, energy. And if you are looking to have the skills to develop and expand your energy, I really want to invite all of you to go to theartoftuningin.com, sign up for my newsletter because you'll hear all kinds of wonderful things in there and get access to guided visualization to calm your mind, But you'll also hear about my studio, my online studio, helping people to expand their frequency, to tap into their intuitive gifts, and to actually elevate their health and vitality. We use Qigong exercises, but we also go through mind and body alignment. We have so many wonderful topics that we explore and expand upon and heal with, and it's a beautiful community great support. So if you're looking for that in this new year, I invite you to learn more and to join us. Go to theartoftuningin.com and look into the studio. So today, great question. Well, let me read it to you. She says, Hello, Maria, I have been feeling increasingly nervous and overwhelmed and fearful about the world and about many decisions in my life. How do you Hear your intuition when you're feeling pressured. Thanks so much for your podcast, Elaine. Well, Elaine, thank you very much for listening and thank you for your question. I think it's a great one. Like I mentioned earlier, I I think a lot of people actually feel this way. And so I'd love to be able to share some insights and see if we can move into better decision-making. So first of all, when we're feeling pressured... That is the worst time to make a decision, right? I think we know that. But sometimes we feel the pressure like we have to make a decision when we're not ready or we feel the nervousness or the overwhelm, like you said, or the fear. And so we can't even really think about making the decision because all we feel is all of this emotional energy that is flowing through us. The emotional energy that's flowing through us is not allowing us to ground our energy and to clear our mind. And when we can't clear our mind, we really can't access our heart's energy, which is our soul's energy, which I was going to say is our Shen energy, because in Chinese medicine and medical Qigong, the heart is the Shen, and the Shen is the, the spirit. And when we access this spirit. We're accessing our higher self. I call it my wisdom self. And that is where ideally we want to create every decision to move from. We want to be able to move into this wisdom self, this spirit that is connected to an all-knowing place, to a these things from a 365-degree viewpoint, And is beyond the ego mind. And that's really what I want us to look at today. When we are feeling all kinds of emotions, our nervous system kicks in, it goes into fight and flight mode. And when that happens, we go into a protection mode. We really are only thinking about survival and our immediate surroundings. And how do we immediately take care of ourselves, immediately feel safe, immediately survive? That's not always, right, the best situation to create decisions that are going to lead us forward in time, that's going to be expanding, that's going to maybe be a great decision a year or two from now. It's all about the immediate. When we are feeling stressed and we're dealing with the immediate issue, we can also begin to become very fatigued. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling nervous, you're feeling fearful, you're feeling pressured, if that's been going on for a while, chances are your whole entire energy system has been worn down a bit. Your adrenals are probably a bit exhausted and The adrenals and the kidney energy in Chinese medicine, remember we're talking about energy, affect the brain. They work with the mind. So the stronger, the more batteries we have, right? Our adrenals are like our batteries. The, The more charged we are in our battery, the clearer our brain is, the sharper we think, the more we can be at peace and ground ourselves, calm down and tune in and make a decision. So I bring this up because often it's not about getting clear to make a decision. It's about resting first, restoring our energy, and then being able to stop and make a decision. It's very hard to tune in, to get quiet when we are exhausted because we have no energy to anchor us. Everything is just kind of floating around and flying around and our attention is everywhere. It's called very scattered energy. And when we have scattered energy, we need to bring that back into us. We need to clear it and we need to realign ourselves. And one of the best ways to do that, if you can, is to rest, to take short naps, to take a very long break and take a nap. And definitely feel rested before you make a decision. The other thing is, of course, if you work with a healing practitioner and they can actually be there with you to help guide you into yourself, to help guide your mind to get quiet, to tune in to who you are and to be able to look at these decisions from a place of feeling safe you will find clarity quicker. Sometimes that happens immediately. Sometimes it takes a little while. But sometimes we just can't get there on our own, and that's why we need support. So if you have a therapist, that's wonderful too. But what I'm also talking about is a practitioner who will actually work with you on not only being able for you to express how you're feeling, but also be able to give you the tools to be able to guide you into yourself. And as you learn to be guided into yourself, you learn to realign your energy. When you realign your energy, you're able to tap in yourself whenever you need to. And that's really the goal here is for you to be able to learn to do it yourself. But we need support sometimes, and there's nothing wrong with that. I want to bring up another tool here as well. And this is a little bit opposite to needing enough rest. Sometimes when we are overwhelmed, when we're feeling pressured, when we're feeling scared, we just have this enormous amount of, like I had said earlier, scattered energy. And we need to get rid of that scattered energy sometimes before we can even lay down and rest. If you're physically able to work out, to sweat, to really get your body moving, right after you do that is the time your body may get quiet the fastest. It's like you're shedding off all of this emotional energy that's been building up, and as you release that, Your body, even if it's just for a moment, is able to align and get quiet. A lot of times what happens with me is, you know, I I love, I have an elliptical machine and I'm not a runner. I've never been a runner. I, I love runners. I always, I'm so envious when I see people running, but I have an elliptical machine that I love. And when I'm on it, I really find that as soon as I get into the rhythm of it and I start to relax and maybe a little sweat starts coming And if I'm listening to music or whatever I'm doing, all of a sudden I'll kind of go into this state. So I bring this up because you don't always have to meditate or go super quiet in order to have the clear knowing of ideas that can come to you. Not everybody is going to be really good at meditating right away. So we can use movement as well. So when I'm doing that and I'm moving and I'm I'm, you know, doing my, my stuff. I will all of a sudden sometimes have an idea or a solution come up. It'll just like come right up and it'll be so clear. And part of why this happens, and of course you can run, you can walk, you can, you know, so if you do Qigong, you'll find this happening during Qigong, during Tai Chi, during yoga, anything that begins to open the body and release the stress that you've been holding will open a door for clarity to rise. It's like cream that rises to the top. I have no idea why that just popped in my head, but it's that clarity that is rising up because all of the stress and all of the stuff, all that energy that we've been trying to hold down to stay in control begins to release it begins to clear. As soon as we start moving our body, as soon as we start breathing more deeply, as soon as we start opening our pores up, you know, and sweating and letting things go, we relax and energy flows through our body. Remember, we have channels, we have meridians, these rivers of energy that flow through our body every single moment. And all of this contributes to how we think, how we feel, and how we create in the world. What I mean by that is how our energy flows is directly in proportion to how we feel. So if we are feeling overwhelmed, if we are feeling pressured, our body feels pressured too, our energy system feels pressured too. And so there's no way it's like being trapped in a box and you just can't get out. So when you start to release some of that, then all of a sudden, your entire energy system can begin to breathe. You're able to tap into that space in you that really knows the best decision or knows to wait on this decision. It doesn't feel like it's being, you know, beaten down in order to make a decision quickly because, oh, I just can't stand this anymore. So I'm just going to make a decision, but then it could be the wrong decision and then you're paying for it later. And one more suggestion that I want to bring up when we have decisions that we need to make, besides movement, you know, besides breathing, besides meditation, besides all of those wonderful things, when we really can't access those parts of us because maybe we are stressed or we are really confused, I want us to remember art and drawing. And you do not have to be an artist to do this. I am not an artist in any way, but I will use art. I will use drawing. I will use coloring. If maybe you do other art, maybe you do uh, create clay, uh, pottery, maybe you, you do woodworking, whatever it is creatively, where you're using your hands especially, and you're moving into a state where there's colors and there's flow, what happens is you begin to access the creative side of your brain, which is also the more intuitive side of your brain. It is bigger thinking, more holistic thinking. It's arts, it's imagination. And when we access that, we begin to open up our energy in a different way And instead of being very logical, so let's say, you know, I'm a person who will make lists and sometimes that's great, right? I love lists. (laughs) I love having boundaries and a format. It's really wonderful. It gives me a lot of freedom, but sometimes my lists can be actually restrictive and I need to move into a state where I'm thinking beyond them, where I'm not so fixed So when we make a list, like let's say you're trying to figure out a problem, when you start to make a list, you move into this logical side of your brain and instead of accessing your intuition and your feeling and this more holistic way of thinking, this more Holistic way of experiencing what it is that you're really wanting to do, or the best decision that's really all inclusive for you. You know, that's not just the immediate decision, but what is best for everything? What is the whole? What is the holistic decision? When we begin to draw or create, or I would even say gardening, because again, I'm talking about using your hands and allowing yourself. To do things in a very fluid way where you begin to forget about the world and you start to use color, you start to connect with the plants, or you begin to, you know, use your hand. I have a wonderful friend from high school who's such an amazing artist. And she also creates pottery. She is amazing. And you know, sitting at that pottery wheel and feeling your hands in the clay. That is an amazing, amazing experience. So things like that, that allow you to have a tactile experience takes you out of this very logical side of you that can be getting in the way of really allowing yourself to align to your intuitive self the pressure that you feel of making the right decision. I know that I've experienced that a lot in my life, that you know, I have to make a decision, it has to be the right decision. We're not sure. You don't always know what the right decision is. What is the decision that is most holistic for you? What does your spirit say? What does your intuition say? We access that by moving into a state where we are more open where we are more trusting of the universe, where we are more connected to nature, creativity and nature. And then we are able to sense within ourselves what the best path would be to move on. And again, I want to remind you that if intuition, if your intuition is, is newer for you, remember that you may feel in your body what the right way to go is. You may just know, you may get chills, you may have warmth, you may get cold, you may get constricted, you may feel expanded. All of those are signals of creating the right decision, of making the right decision. Your body is talking to you all the time. Some of you may hear, you may hear, you may actually hear a yes or a no or a path. Some of you may see like a little movie in your mind. You may see a flash of a, of a knowing. You may dream about it. There are all kinds of ways to sense The way our intuition, the way our greater knowing, our wisdom self communicates with us. You may not know it in the moment, but then that night you may go to sleep and you may dream and wake up and say, I know exactly what I'm supposed to do, or I know exactly what I'm not supposed to do. So also don't put pressure on you uh, for linear time. Divine timing is a real thing. And it knows better than we do. It knows when we're ready to receive, and it also knows the time that's best to take action. So if we can also do our best to let go of linear time, to let go of that pressure, stepping back again, right? That's why if we're pressured, it's never the right time to make a decision because we're not actually tuning in and listening. We're acting and responding. We're just reacting We're just reacting and responding instead of pausing, aligning, tuning in, and then listening, feeling, sensing, knowing, however it is for you, and then stepping forward into the best path for us. So there's movement, of course, there's sleeping, which restores our energy, which clears our mind. So there's movement. So just to recap, rest, very, very important. We need to be rested in order to have a clear mind. But then there's movement, and sometimes we need to move and release this pent-up energy or this energy that we're trying to control, this emotional energy that is causing a lot of fear in us, that has created all this scattered energy, meaning we cannot focus. All of our energy is scattered out, so we want to do something active in movement. There are breathing techniques as well that can open that up. But if you can move and sweat, it will allow your nervous system and it will allow your energy system to relax. And even in that just one moment of relaxing and softening the right answers, the right answers for your path, what's best for you can easily, more easily come to the surface. And then there's creativity and the creativity of working with the earth, the creativity of working with colors, the creativity, working with clay, the creativity of drawing again, sometimes, like I said, I'm not an artist and I've just sat down with my book and uh, my favorite pen and maybe some colors and I'll just start drawing circles. Like literally I'm not talking about creating a masterpiece. I'll start drawing circles and I'll just allow myself to move into a space Where I'm like a little kid and I'm just playing and maybe my circle might turn into the sun and maybe, you know, I'll draw a tree and then I'll draw my, you know, little triangular house with the chimney sticking up. You know, it's very, it's very basic. If you're an artist, of course, you can move into all kinds of beautiful states with your work, but it's about creating the flow. It's not about creating something that you're going to show somebody else it's about putting yourself away from the lists about away from the logical mind and moving into your more holistic and intuitive and creative mind and when you do that again you create the space for your energy to expand you create the space for more trust and when you create that space of trust You align with the universe in a very different way and you allow access for the information to be able to drop into you. If we are feeling pressure from other people to make decisions, this is about boundaries and boundaries are not only with others, but they're also with ourselves, meaning that we may need to learn how to stand up for ourselves and say, I'm not ready to make that decision yet. This decision doesn't feel right to me yet. I need to tune in. I need to take some time. I need to find out some more information. And then again, that trust that you will have the right timing if you really do tune into yourself and listen without pressure. Also for yourself, it's a boundary. It's a boundary of self-care. It's a boundary of knowing how to take care of yourself yourself. It's a boundary of learning how to clear your energy, to tune in, to align, to reset yourself if you need to. Those are all self-care, honoring your energy, and they're wonderful lessons that we all need to learn and that we all go through. But look at it as a journey. Look at it as a new journey in setting a new space for yourself in making decisions in a completely different way. Approach this as fun. Approach this as something inspiring. Approach this as something really interesting and fascinating. Make everything you can in your life about a journey, about an exploration, about inspiration, about something new, about expanding I always share with my studio members that when we're learning something new, we're learning to expand into an experience. We're not pushing through it. We're not trying to outsmart it. We're simply expanding into the new experience to be able to have the trust to receive the information that is truly best for our soul's journey. This can take a little practice, but it is so worth it. I thank you so much for joining me today. I wish everybody a fantastic new year. I can't wait to continue this year with you, continue this journey with you. And again, if you need more support, please visit theartoftuningin.com. And I can't wait to meet you inside the studio. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more and elevate your energetic well-being, I invite you to visit theartoftuningin.com, where you can learn all about our online studio. I look forward to meeting you there.